Welcome to Anchored in Transforming Truth, a podcast dedicated to learning and applying the truth of God's Word to our lives. And now for today's episode. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Anchored in Transforming Truth. I'm Indy, and I'm so glad to have you guys here with me this week. Our episode will be a little bit different. Um, I'm giving some pointers this week on how to finish strong and start strong, right? Because we're in the last third quarter or the last quarter, the last three months. <laughs> Get it together, Indy. Uh, the last three months of the year. And so we're going to kind of look at a, a couple of things on how to finish strong and how to start strong. But before we get to that, uh, a couple of housekeeping things. Um, it's hot today. I'm on the West Coast. And even though we hit fall, uh, the West Coast did not get the notification. So the last couple of days, it's been very, very warm. Uh, I don't have air condition. I know that's a sin, right? Uh, who do I talk to about that? <laughs> I don't have air conditioning, so you may hear the loud uh, 30,000 fans that we have going on here. Um, so please excuse that. I'm trying to do my best with um, my microphone. And then I don't know if you guys remember, maybe about a year ago, I posted, I think on, on my, on the Instagrams, the inner interwebs that I bought this microphone, right? Because you, if you have a podcast, you got to have that quintessential microphone that everyone else has. So I bought a microphone and I still have it, love it. Um, and would off and on use it, but I really like the audio, the sound quality of the audio directly from my phone. I am an Android user, have been for many years, will most likely stay an Android user, so don't at me, you, uh, you Apple people um, know, but I'm an Android. So I like the, the sound quality from my phone, so, I would, you know, intermittently use that expensive podcast, everybody gotta have it microphone. But then my earphones, uh, I think I'm one of the last of society that still use wired earphones. Uh, my earphones had given out and so I had to order another pair of earphones that I ordered off of, of uh, Amazon and uh, you know, read all of the reviews and everything, sound quality good and everything. Okay, great. So I ordered the earphones. I get them. Um, you know, shout out to the company. I don't think I have a box here to actually shout them out. I don't, no, I don't see my box, but the packaging, right, was stellar. So I'm like, okay, this is bomb. Um, so I, I'm a sucker for good packaging. So use the earphones for, you know, listening and stuff, playbacks and edits and stuff. Phenomenal sound, right? And then one day I said, let me just try the microphone. There's a built-in microphone. And I said, wait, 
what's happening like these little I think I pay like $20 for these if $20 um, I have a thing about me and $20 <laughs> my kids call me you know the dad on everybody hates Chris where you know he is always trying to save money and instead of buying cookies he buys the generic thing that says cookie um, my kids call me that 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 parent I'm that person so um, $20 I can justify spending you know if it's really something essential anything over $20 I gotta man you gotta have some stellar reviews and I gotta really need it and it has to be you know I need all the bells and whistles you know once we get past $20 then you're really pushing it <laughs> that's me so anyway um, got the earphones tried out the mic and so that's the microphone I use the majority of the time if I'm not recording directly from the speaker that's on my phone so right now to try to muffle some of the the loud um, background noise I wish I could take a picture and show you guys how um, my arm is probably gonna be stiff by the end of this episode the way I'm trying to hold it and muffle the sound whatever I need to do for y'all right my listeners so what else do we need to talk about oh there is now a website up for eight life um, anchored in transforming true life um, yeah, so there's a site. I finally finished the site. Well, I'll put it this way. It is, it's a hundred percent finished for what it's going to be right now. And the reason I say that is because I needed to definitely get a site up. That was one of part of the assignment, uh, that for building this brand and ministry. And, um, so and I hope you guys can hear me. I'm talking all like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I don't know why I'm so silly today. But um, hopefully you guys can hear me. So there's a site up. And there's a couple of blogs there. And some things you can click on. And a couple of freebies there. Uh, you'll get to see my picture. <laughs> if you... Um, click on some of the other links it takes you out to my social media and you get to be all up in my business what I post on my social media um, there's a picture there on my social media if you have to happen to go on there that is like me with no makeup and I never take pictures of me with no makeup but with this whole like growth process that God has taken me through that is you'll see a picture there of me with no makeup no filters either right yeah we're doing this this growth thing all the way so there's some other things coming um that you know as we go along we'll be i'll be announcing but um there's also a new contact link so if you need to contact me you could still go through the link tree um that you guys have been using all this time and um, if you need to contact me, um, any inquiries or questions about anything I post about or uh, show or topic ideas that you would like for me to write on the blog or speak on the podcast, um, all of those go to contact if you would like to 
um, invite me to be a part of your panel or um, you know on your zoom conference or whatever that's typically where um, the people or organizations contact me um, and I have spoken on a couple of panels y'all it's exciting like me you want me Indy uh, I'm being really silly today anyway um, and you know what this silly that I'm being is typically who I am off camera off you know my kids get to see this silly and you know whoever is like around me like that which is not which right now is my kids <laughs> but um yeah and so my kids have been talking to me and they were like mom you know you need to start to be more like you and then I was like okay and then God was like yeah be you and I was like okay so you guys are getting to see a glimpse of silly Indy and I've taken up almost 10 minutes of our podcast so anyway that is what's new and happening so we have a new contact place um, which can be found or accessed through Linktree and we have a new website up that's up for now and I'll be loading it with all kinds of stuff so go ahead and subscribe um, and again you can find that in the Linktree and I'll put, post all of that in the description of this show all right so I think I got everything for the housekeeping so what are we talking about it took up 10 minutes so I'm gonna have to um, be very concise we are talking about finishing strong so I was working on something new for me and that is the uh, planning by the quarter I didn't use to plan by the quarter I plan month to month and week to week right and then I was watching this um, tutorial that this entrepreneur woman that I follow um, she has a business and a home business and so she was just you know doing a live about you know if you're not planning by the quarter then you know do you have a business or a hobby and so I started doing it um, there was really nothing to put on it but I put it up anyway and then as I kept looking at it every day because it was before my face um, then I it started generating other things that you know maybe I can put this in and I can put that in and so you know it's always important to put those introduce those things into your atmosphere of wherever you're trying to go so that it can um, advance you and pull you and, and grow you right so as I was working on my my quarter calendar I just started really thinking about how um, you know I have this final quarter of this year I feel like I've accomplished quite a bit if nothing more there has been phenomenal growth um, that God has done in me and through me um, and so I started thinking about how I want to finish strong and there are certain you know habits that I really need gone um, there are certain habits that I need to practice and implement more consistently um, and there are some just some characteristics some work habits some um, mindsets things that I want to leave behind in 2021 
and not take them into 2022. I don't even want to take them through the month of October. And so how do I need to show up different for that to be so? Uh, if the way that I've been showing up has not accomplished that to this point, then I, I began reflecting what do I need to do different, right? So as I was kind of just doing that and scribbling on paper and jotting down notes and praying and reading scripture and going online and looking at what other people do and, you know, because the greats will leave crumbs for you. They'll leave a path and they may not tell you, they may charge you all of this money for tickets to come hear them tell you. But if you are really serious about knowing uh, the information is there, just kind of follow, what do they do? How do you see them show up? What do you see that they never do? You never see them do this, this, or this. Um, but you always see them do this, this, and this, and they do it consistently. And so is that um, contributing to their success? What role is that playing? Is that something that follows your, um, your belief system, your level of integrity? Um, then can it be adaptable to create your system or to add value to the system you already have? So these are the kind of processes that my mind <laughs> does that I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, and so I've already really shared part of it. So if you haven't already, definitely get out a pen uh, and a paper and write these down. And if you miss anything, you know, you can always come back to the podcast and listen to it again. Um, but we're talking about finishing strong, starting strong. And so what are the things that you need to pray over? this month we're in a new month um, by the time you guys hear this podcast uh, we will only be a couple of days into october um, what are the things that you need to pray over uh, pray over your month what do you want to pray into your month of october what do you want your october experience to be talk to god about that lord i thank you um, that october will be and begin to list it make sure that those things that you are calling for and that you are bringing god into are according to his will according to maybe what he's already spoken to you will be in your life um, the pool that maybe you've been experiencing God wanting you to let go of something, grab hold of something, take a step in something, stop doing, turning away from something. So you always want to make sure that whatever it is you're calling in or you're um, con partnering with God on, that it aligns with his will and his timing for your life right your life does not have to look like everyone else's it can be something totally out of the box you know god called moses um to do this amazing things of thing of rescuing a nation um he called noah to build this ark that took years and years and years to build right by exact specification of listening and partnering with God that took tenacity that took obedience it took um 
you know, integrity. It took a commitment, a heart for the things of God. Um, and so these are things that we have to intentionally pray over. God doesn't just you know, speak a promise or promise us something. And then we're like, okay, bet that's going to happen. I'll just sit around and wait for it to happen. No, it requires us to take part. Um, there are sometimes conditions to God giving it to us. Right. Um, and so we, those conditions are the parts that we have to play. Um, so what are the things that you need to pray over? Lord, I thank you that my October will be this, this, and this. I thank you that in the month of October, I will see this, this, and this. I thank you that this month is going to be a monumental month. It is going to transform the rest of my life. That the month of October 2021 is going to absolutely shift the, traje the trajectory of my life, of the things that I see show up. This, this, and this will no longer be during the month of October. I will see that begin to diminish. Um, it will be uprooted. Uh, it will be destroyed. There will be no remnants or residue left. I will no longer allow my mind to venture back to. Um, I will begin to see a new bloodline formed, new characteristics, um, a new generation of this, this, and this, right? So you begin to speak according to God's will over your month. Uh, what are the promises of God that he has already spoken directly to you? If God has given you a promise, then it requires a responsibility. For example, children require a responsibility. Children are a promise from God. Um, a job, a career, an idea. These are things that come from God because he's our source, right? And so they require responsibility. There are certain caretaking and stewarding that we are held accountable for um, managing the capacity and the the day-to-day -day maintenance of that promise and so what has he spoken directly to you um, get out those journals uh, hopefully you've been writing them down and reread some of the old promises you may think you remember but when I go back and read my journals I say wow every time I do <laughs> It surprises me. Wow, God, you did speak that. And sometimes I can even begin to see little um, uh, manifestations of the things that he said. Um, not manifestations in the in the sense of like this new age thing that, that's going on. But I could begin to see sprouts um, of what he said sometimes. And he spoke and I wrote in a journal. Even the littlest things, um, write them down because you, it may not make sense to you now. A dream that you had may have been crazy. Write it down. Um, as long as you are able to clearly discern that it is from God and it wasn't something demonic or, you know, because you had tacos too late at night or <laughs> something like that but write it down you may not understand it now but um continue asking the holy spirit to 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 reveal it to you to give you discernment and once he does you're able to go back and look at it with a new understanding right the bible says and all you're getting get understanding um so find two to three verses 
that connect to or speak to or reinforce the promises that God has already spoken directly to you. Um, and you're going to take those verses and write them down somewhere that you look at daily. It could be on a board. It could be on a post-it note that is on your dresser, on your desk, uh, on the dashboard, in your car, at your desk, in a journal that you'll open, your work planner, somewhere that you're going to definitely look at daily or at least frequently. Um, and with those verses, you're going to recite them out loud verbally as confirmation to God's word. We're using God's word to confirm his word. So his word, his promise to you was a word, was his word. And then you're going to find scriptures that connect to that promise or speak to that promise. And so scriptures are God's word. So we're using God's word to confirm his word. And you're going to speak that as a declaration, as a promise over the promise. And you're going to speak it into the atmosphere. You're going to speak it over your habits. You're going to speak it over the things that you want to see change. There's a certain way that we have to be in order to facilitate capacity to hold uh, what it is that God has promised us. Um, you can't put old you can't put new wine in old wineskins, right? There has to be new wineskins, which is the container to hold the new pouring that is going to come from God, and that's the promise. So if he's going to pour into our life, then we have to be reinforced and ready to receive that. And so what are the areas in our life that need those two to three scriptures or those verses spoken you will line up hands you will line up attitude you will you know th these are the things we're going to speak daily and then the other thing we need to do is write them write them writing scripture is so important and it's a valuable and an effective tool because it puts our focus to get the words accurate um, it helps us zone in and focus in and shut out everything else and as we're writing it it's building our faith it's speaking to us to our spirit man and strengthening us on the inside and it's also causing our mind and our spirit to come into agreement and we begin to see the possibility we begin to see see um, the incredible hand of God of what he's about to do and it makes us excited on the inside and what that does is all of that working together right then it begins to make us over time want to show up different um, okay if I'm going to uh, live this long life and God has these things then I need to eat healthy all of a sudden you start thinking about eating healthy I, because I need to be here for the long run. I don't need to be out of breath uh, running after these kids or on this stage or traveling or trying to create this product or, you know, being there, um, you know, working on a team with my husband or whatever it is God has called, has promised over your life. You begin to think about these, these things that you didn't, you know, they weren't really a priority before. So get those, those scriptures, those two to three scriptures and speak them read them and write them daily if not daily very consistently and then you pray you after you're looking at the promises writing your journal recalling them then you want to pray 
um, Lord, what am I supposed to be doing while I wait on you to move in these promises? So a lot of times we complain about the wait and it's hard to wait, y'all. If anybody knows <laughs> how hard it is for God to give you a promise and then he brings you back to your now, right? He shows you a glimpse of your what's to come, your next. But then he says, let's go back to now and you got to wait, right? Man, y'all, I understand. I understand. And so what do I do while I'm waiting? Do I complain? Do I lay in the bed? Do I just eat chips and ice cream and watch movies? No, we have a work to do, right? So you ask God, what is that work? What is it that you want me to do? Maybe you're like I was, you're a toiler. You're used to just creating things to do, just busy. And maybe God wants you to rest, but he wants you to understand that rest doesn't mean lay down, be still and do nothing. He wants to show you what his biblical rest is, his Sabbath. I told you guys, I, I went through this, um, it's like a three, four week Bible study uh, with Priscilla Shire on her book, uh, Breathe. And the way she has broken down the Sabbath principle um, that I didn't even know existed. It's 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 like the Sabbath day, but there's so much more um, and how she talks about how um, the seventh day wasn't a rest for God. He created rest. It was one of the creations and it was one of the blessings that he gave the children of Israel. Like he gave them manna and quail and, and all of that rest was one of the things because when they were in slavery, they didn't have the option to rest. They didn't have the option to say no or push back or say that's enough. But when he took them into the wilderness, um, one of the blessings he gave them was the now option to say no, to rest, to trust him, to, to let down their, oh my gosh, the way she teaches it is like, wait, what? All of that is in there? So I'm learning about rest. So sometimes, um, you know, it's not do something, but it's it's do this and it's called rest. You know, so what what is it that I'm supposed to be doing to work on my character, my mind, my attitude, my associations, who you're connected to? Everybody you're connected to right now cannot be a part of your promise. And because they got to you got to make space right because god's gonna send some new associations my perspective how do you see it um maybe you saw yourself as a victim or it never happens for me and so now god is going to begin to work on your perspective my conversations what do you talk about um your words have power and so how do you begin to change the narrative and the language that you use on a daily basis and how is that affecting your promise showing up i could do a podcast just on that right there uh, my stewardship what am I stewarding I'm stewarding my children I'm stewarding the money the provision that God has given me I'm stewarding my life my weight my health I'm stewarding my mind I'm stewarding my tongue um, I am stewarding so many physical things you know just how am I stewarding right now? The people that come into my life, you know, the, the when I call and I transact business, how am I stewarding how I treat those people? Uh, my surrender, my goodness. If you're used to being in control, 
Surrender will keep your hands <laughs> busy. Surrender is, man, okay, my worship. Are you taking time to remember that God is God and we are not? If you're a single mom, if you're used to being single, you know, no children or no relationship, um, if you're used to being a supervisor, any kind of management position, the oldest child in the family, um, anything that kind of calls you into a leadership position and you're used to calling the shots, you're the decision maker, you get to decide what groceries come into the house, you get to decide when you go shopping, when you do this, when you do that, when you spend money, how much money you spend, what it's spent on. Um, you get to decide what the staff is gonna talk about, what's the theme, what's the focus, you know, what, which way am I gonna take the congregation. Um, you've been single, you know, you get to decide, All you, everybody comes to you but now maybe God is calling you different. He's calling you into submission. He's, he's calling you to trust him. He's calling you to prepare to be a wife or a husband. And so now you have to um, come together in partnership and you have to consult. You have to consider other feelings, other emotions. Um, you have to surrender and submit biblically um, to someone else who's now gonna be um, held accountable for being the head. You're no longer the head, but there is blessing and there is promise in surrender. And that first starts with your relationship with God. How well you surrender and learn to surrender and submit to God, the way that is defined biblically, um, will determine how successfully you surrender in the other capacities of your life. And so, is that something you need to work on to prepare for this promise? Your discernment. Um, do, is this the season where you need to be doing that? I know that's what um, that's what you're going to be doing, but is that priority for right now? So these are the things that you do when you have been spoken, when God has spoken a promise, and you have three months now to work on these things. But you're not even, um, not that we want to go into toiling, but we're not even dragging it out over three months. You can begin to speak over your October as you partner and hear from God. These are the things that I want to see show up different in my month of October. You know, we put so much focus on Halloween and all oh, no, you know, the, the, all the demonic stuff that's going to be taking on. God is more powerful than the devil. He's not, he's, the, the devil is not God's equal by any stretch of imagination. I know it seems like it's heaven against hell, but there is no comparison. And so instead of focusing on that or focusing on what's going on with the celebrities and COVID and government and all of this stuff, you can lock into God and make this October completely just shift your life. And if you shift, how many people are connected to you that their life will begin to shift, not by you preaching to them, but by you modeling it in front of them. And they will begin to want to be a part of that. 
Okay, so what if I, you know, hey, Andy, what if I don't have a promise that God spoke directly to me? I thought about you, too. I thought about you, too. You do have promise, um, a promise that's spoken to you. And it's all throughout God's word. Um, sometimes we just don't know that it's in there. When I first started this journey of really trying to understand God's word and what he meant and, and all of that, and as I began to surrender, um, that was a hard one for me. And um, he began to show me just these truths and these promises that are mine and they're yours that are in the word of God. I'm going to take you to one. Um, so if you look at and write this one down, Isaiah 26 and 3, um, here's a promise. And it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is staying on you because he trusts in you. And so this is being spoken to like you, um, but the you here, you will keep him. That's God. So God has promised to keep us in perfect peace. If we, those who keep their mind stayed on him because we trust in him, right? So if we keep our mind stayed on God, he will keep us in perfect peace. That's the promise. The promise is he will keep us in perfect peace. The condition is if we keep our mind stayed on him. So that's a promise for you. You can have perfect peace. Just let that settle in for a minute. You can have in every area all throughout your day perfect peace. Does that mean things will no longer go crazy or haywire? No, it, that's not what that means. But it means that in the middle of things going crazy and haywire, you can decide to focus on God keeping you in perfect peace right in every moment that we experience in life whether it's good or bad turbulent chaos serene peaceful whatever it is we have a choice on what we focus on does it mean we ignore it or we just pretend everything no we have things to do we have decisions to make we things that have to happen however our mind focus is on God's perfect peace and he's the keeper of that as long as we keep our mind stayed on him so a couple of things I wanted to pull out of this verse number one keep he will keep for us to understand the true value and the blessing just in he will keep um, you want to look that up in the dictionary every way that it's defined keep to keep someone keeping you to be kept define that and write that down so that you can understand what it means keep when it says he will keep because um, it could just say he'll give you perfect peace or you'll be in perfect peace but it says god will keep you in perfect peace that's different and so you want to be able to understand what that means. So look up that word keep and define it. And then number two, what is perfect peace? Why isn't it just peace? Why didn't he just call it peace? Why did he call it perfect peace? And so I want to borrow something that I was reading this week. Um, this woman that I follow, Lana Vosser, 
um, she shared about peace. She just happened to share about peace before I started writing this. And as I was writing my notes for this, it, it brought it back to my mind. And um, she shared about the peace of God or the shalom, right? And so shalom, we usually just define it as peace. Like we interchange them. But she said that it means more than peace right the peace of god not just world peace or the you know what we call peace or you know this is um um self-care those kind of not that the peace of god it means more than peace now these are her, her words it is wholeness wellness well-being safe happy friendly favor completeness to make peace Peace offering, secure, to prosper, to be victorious, to be content, tranquil, quiet, and restful. The, the pictographic symbols of the word shalom actually reads, destroy the authority that binds to chaos. The noun shalom, the noun shalom is derived from the verbal root shalom or shalom which means to restore in the sense of replacing or providing what is needed in order to make someone or something whole or something whole and complete and break off all authority that would attempt to bind us to chaos that's the definition that she shared on God's peace. So in him saying, I will keep you in perfect peace. Every descriptive word that I just read is what is being promised into every area of your life. So if there's an area or a place in your life right now that you are not experiencing peace, and I'm speaking this to, this to myself as well, then how in October can you bring this definition of peace and the promise that is in Isaiah that God will keep you in perfect peace in Isaiah 26 3 he'll keep you in perfect peace he'll keep you in the perfect offering and the perfect security to security um, to prosper that he'll keep you restful and tranquil and quiet um, that he will keep you um, in, uh, that he'll restore you in the sense of replacing or providing what is needed in order to make something whole or something complete. Like this is the promise that's spoken just through this one word. We haven't even read the full verse, but this is the promise that's already there. And do you know that this is available in so many other verses in the Bible um, if we will just be intentional about just digging into God's word and taking the time to look it up and, and connect to people um, who are sharing the word uh, accurately and not diluting um, the true meaning of God's word, right? And so um, from this verse, our state mind is the condition of God keeping us in perfect peace. Um, it is his saying that 
that this is the promise that resides where the obedience creates the capacity to contain it. So it is our obedience in the portion of the scripture that says, keep your mind stayed on me. Um, So in that obedience, it creates the capacity to contain his part of keeping us in perfect peace. We are responsible to bring in and remove ourselves from circumstances, to bring in what will what will contain or cultivate what he's promised, and to remove ourselves from circumstances that challenge it. That whole challenge thing, um, I talked about, I've shared with you guys many times about me spending too much time on social media. Um, You know, there's also, I don't know if there are people that struggle with constantly looking back at your old self or old things you used to do, old habits you used to have, things like that. Um, Letting your mind marinate in those things. People have said things to you, over you, around you, and your, your mind is going back, going back, going back to those things. But keeping your mind stayed on God or stayed on Jesus is the act of opening the capacity to the promises of what God has for us, right? So how do we keep our mind? So it says Isaiah 26 and 3, that God will keep us in perfect peace, um, those who keep their mind stayed on him. So how do we keep our mind staying on God? How is that possible? Uh, let's go to Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Make this really quick because we're in our time. If we look at 4, 4 through 9, there's a couple of truths in there about staying the mind. Um, I would like for you to look at the New Living Translation, the NLT version. And then after you look at the NLT, take a look at the Amplified, the AMP versions. And so I'm reading from the NLT. How do we stay our mind? What are the points in this verse? Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Anytime you see it repeated, doubled, or I say again, that's really important for you to remember. Let everyone see you are considerate in all that you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Keep your mind on that. That it doesn't matter what it looks like right now. God hasn't played his last hand yet. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Don't worry or be anxious for anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. That shalom that we just talked about which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace is a guard for your heart and your mind. So that goes back and reinforces Isaiah 26 and 3. He'll keep you. He'll guard you. He'll protect you. And right here, Philippians 4 uh, reinforces that. Remember we talked about at the top of the the show that we're going to use his word to speak to his word. And so we're seeing that demonstrated right here. Philippians is speaking to the promise of 26 and 3 that his peace is a guard for your heart and your mind, right? 
And then I'm reading from my notes. Um, as you live in Christ Jesus, then this is what his final, Paul was talking in Philippians, his final thing that he wants to share with you on how to keep your mind uh, where it should be. And so he says, and now a final thing, fix your thoughts <laughs> on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. This is how we fix our minds. These are the things that we are to keep our minds stayed on in order to experience God's peace. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, and then God's peace will be with you. There it is confirmed. That's like two confirmations, right, you guys? So it's so important that we take the time to go and search through God's word specific to whatever it is we are in need of in our life, what we want to see show up in October, in November, in December. Don't wait till November to start praying over November. Uh, you're gonna pray over and steward well in October, and you're going to also, that will set you up for where you need to be in November. And then you're just going to add it, add on to it in November, which will set you up for December. And then you're just going to add on to that from October, November. In December, you're going to finish strong. And then you are going to be ready to kill it in January, right? You're going to hit the ground. It's going to like the roadrunner. You know how fast his legs were going? That's going to be you and the spirit just just declaring and receiving and and just so full of capacity just this wide open space ready to receive everything that uh, God has promised and spoken over your life whenever he it's his will and his time to do it you're going to be ready remember in Genesis God created the capacity he created the garden before he put the people there to to tend over it right so he he did all of this work on the garden and then he created the and placed the people there so he's doing now October November December January Whenever it is he decides to drop those those promises into your life, he is first creating the capacity in your mind, in your attitude, in your character, in your maturing, your emotions, how you how you steward your finances, um, how obedient you are when he says, do this, don't do that, stop doing it this way, do it that way, go do this, move by faith. Trust me, I know you don't see it, I know you weren't even thinking that way, but go ahead and do it. I'm going to show you once you do it. I'm going to light the path once you take the step. I don't need to light it if you're not taking any steps, right? I will light it as you go, right? So doing these things, these are just some keys that you can use so that you can have a strong finish and an even stronger start. And remember that God, when he speaks promise, is not just so that you can have a, um, have a, um, you know, be able to brag or to just sit 
in the entitlement that I'm going to get something from God. When he speaks a promise, um, there's usually a responsibility and accountability, something that he is going to, he needs you to grow in this area. He needs to deposit these blessings in your life because then he's going to use you for the kingdom, to add value, to add souls, to add whatever it is to the kingdom. It's always about kingdom. It's always about God's glory. It's not just about us receiving and us having and us having power. Well, why do you need more power? Why does God need to give you more power if your attitude is to just use it for your life and your family and your your house, your car, your right? And God is not getting the glory out of any of that. Um, when he gives us promises, always be aware that he is getting ready to use you in whatever capacity he's going to use you to add value to the kingdom and that he will receive the ultimate glory. All right. So I hope and pray it is my prayer that this added value to your life, that this helped you to begin to look at your month of October a little bit more intentionally, that you're ready to hit it. It's not too late. Get that pen and paper out um, and then plan out just some things based on what God has spoken. Um, go into the word, get those promises and, and plan out around those promises and just begin to ask the Holy Spirit um, to begin showing you how you can show up different. And if you're consistent and faithful in that, he will be consistent and faithful in walking with you through that process. And you will begin to see a different person um, begin to show up. And that will be a model for your family and those around you. And that will create capacity for everything that God wants to do in your life. All right. So thank you guys for joining me. And as always, make sure you're safe. Keep your family safe. And until we talk again, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Anchored and Transforming Truth, a podcast where we come together to learn about truth the way God intended. We hope to see you next week when we continue to learn, trust, and surrender to what God wants to do in our lives. Until next time.